Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ, improve our financial literacy. Uh, The reason is high school and college does nothing to teach you how to build wealth. They're there to teach you how to get a job. It's your responsibility to learn about wealth, to learn how to build it, and primarily to learn how to build a second stream of income. This is really the only business model that seems to be working. The concept of saving your way to retirement has failed America. Uh, 95% of Americans fail to retire successfully by age 65. The average savings, you know, saving your way to retirement, the average savings for a 65-year-old in the United States is under 200 grand. So nobody's retiring on 200 grand. They have to continue working, or if they do retire, they become a burden on the government, a burden on their family. It's just, it's definitely not a successful retirement. But if you look at the 5% of Americans who do retire successfully, many of them well before 65, What they've got in common is the majority of them had a second stream of income. This second stream of income paid all their bills and left money for for romance, travel, and fun. And it comes in for the rest of your life. Whether you live 10 years in retirement or 50 years in retirement, it doesn't matter. It keeps coming in. Whereas the concept of saving your way to retirement is flawed. Even if you save $3 million, say, that would give you 10 grand a month in retirement. But what if you live a longer than expected healthy life? You're going to run out of money. So what it does, saving your way to retirement, no matter how much you save up, the minute you retire, you're praying to your God, please kill me before I run out of money. That's not a good way to live. Where if you do what the Total Wealth Academy members are doing, they're investing in income producing assets, primarily real estate, building a second stream of income. And all we're doing is following the advice of Warren Buffett who said clearly, never depend on a sole source of income, a job. Always invest to create a second. So, was he talking about stocks, mutual funds, gold, silver, crypto? No, not at all, because they don't produce cash flow. He was talking about building a second stream of income. To do that, you have to buy income-producing assets. 
Is it more difficult than buying stocks, mutual funds? Sure. But it's way more effective. It works. Whereas saving your way to retirement doesn't work for very many people. Probably less than one out of a thousand are able to save up enough money to retire and have a quality lifestyle. I know a lot of people who have retired and they can't travel, they can't do anything fun, they're on a fixed income, they're constantly stressing about whether they're going to run out of money. It's just a horrible way to live. So that's what we do at Total Wealth Academy. We educate our members to where they can legally invest in income producing assets. It's a thing called sophisticated investor. The government defines that as an individual or entity who has enough knowledge to be able to make yes or no decisions based off of the merits of the investment. They have to know what they're doing. Now, there is a group of people out there called accredited investors. Accredited investors have over a million dollars in the bank, not including their home, and they make over 250 grand a year. They're allowed to passively invest, but they shouldn't. There's a thing out there called the dumb doctor deal. It would be better to call it the dumb high income earner deal because it's not just doctors that are famous for doing dumb deals. It's high income earners, sports people, entertainers. They're all broke within five years of retirement. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they're accredited, but just because you have a million dollars in the bank and you're an accredited investor doesn't mean you know what you're doing. That's why they call it the dumb doctor or dumb high income earner deal. It's based off of arrogance. What happens is the average person, if they're successful financially, you know, they have a couple million in the bank, they make a quarter million a year, they get arrogant. And they go, look at me, I got a quarter million, make a quarter million a year, got a couple million in the bank, I'm a doctor, I'll be a good investor. Has nothing to do with it. That'd be like saying, I've got millions in the bank, I make a million a year, I'd be a great doctor. How many of you would go into the knife with me? Hopefully none of you. It doesn't make sense. So at Total Wealth Academy, we have 15 hours of training that gets people to the government-defined sophisticated investor. So even our accredited investors are sophisticated. They know what they're doing. They pick better, more effective deals as a result. It's just, it's the way to do it. So those of you who are accredited investors, you got a million bucks in the bank, you make a quarter of a million a year, watch out for the ego. Watch out for arrogance. Just because you got a million dollars in the bank does not mean you're going to be a good investor. In fact, Historically, it means you're going to be a bad investor and do dumb deals. 
So make sure you get educated to the point where you are sophisticated like the investors at Total Wealth Academy. Today on the show, what I want to do is go through 14 characteristics of successful people. I have been asked hundreds of times what separates winners from losers. And I, I ran across an article that had quite a few points. I borrowed some of them and then put in my points. And we're going to review those 14 points when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thanks. Academy Radio Show, where we're going through 14 characteristics or strategies that winners or successful people use that are pretty much the opposite of what losers or failures use. The first one is pretty complex. I've done an hour-long radio show on it and still get emails from people going, can you explain that again? It's a difficult concept. But let's give it a shot. Successful people, winners, use their mind to control their brain. They use their mind to control their brain. The first thing you have to do is make a distinction that your brain and your mind are two different things. Your brain is a physical thing. It can be touched. The mind is not. You can't touch your mind. The brain represents what you knew at birth. And you knew a lot when you were born. You knew how to sense danger. You knew how to find a nipple. You knew how to move and um, pump blood and breathe and just incredible amount of information to run the human body is in your brain. This is also commonly referred to as instinct. You know it. It's built in to our brain. Your mind is everything you've learned since birth. Your brain is designed. It's an effort and risk minimizing brain effort and risk minimizing brain. It doesn't want to do stuff. It wants to conserve energy. And it doesn't want to take risk. Your mind goes beyond survival. Your mind is what makes you want to thrive. If you exercise and take care of your body, that's your mind at work. See, your brain would just do enough to get by probably wouldn't exercise much at all. 
In fact, it's, you know, on the mornings when you get up and you don't feel like working out, guess what that is? That's your brain effort and risk minimizing. It's your mind that gets you up, makes that cup of coffee, puts on the clothes, and heads to the gym. Your mind wants to thrive. Successful people, winners, are constantly at battle with their, with their brain to get out of life what they want, to excel, to achieve. When you recognize that there are two different thought patterns in your brain, the just get by thought pattern and the I want to be a winner thought pattern, once you make that distinction, you can start to use your mind to control your brain. I want you to think about this deeply. Have you ever lived paycheck to paycheck? That's your brain. You're listening to your brain. You do just enough to get by. Just enough to get by. Start a side hustle? No. Invest in real estate, build a second stream of income? No. Just go to the job. Live off your pay. Just survive. See, the brain just wants to survive. Do just enough to get by. Your mind wants to be a millionaire. Your mind wants to travel the world. Your mind wants romance, passion, adventure. And the problem is effort and risk minimizing brains are a hindrance. Your brain is holding you back. Because what does anything of value in this life require effort and risk everything that you want in life requires effort and risk and you've got an effort and risk minimizing brain do you see the disconnect every one of you needs to admit you've got two different thought patterns one that wants to excel, one that wants to just get by. You need to focus on your mind. Winners, successful people, use their mind more than they use their brain. Then that leads to the second characteristic of winners. Winners go to the gym. Losers don't exercise. They don't. See, that effort-minimizing brain keeps them from going to the gym. They get old faster. They die younger. They lose their sex drive. They lose their, lose their cognitive skills. They look like crap because they don't work out. And it's all because of that effort-minimizing brain. You know, I, I've sometimes said people who don't exercise just don't care. They just don't care. They've given up. They don't care what they look like to their lover. They don't care that they have a low sex drive. They don't care that their brain doesn't work as well. They don't care they're going to die younger. They just don't care because it takes effort and risk, which your brain doesn't want to do.
So exercise is key to success. If you've got a hundred million dollars in the bank and you're 50 pounds overweight, you are a failure. You missed it. You swung and you missed. Those of you that aren't aware of this, 50 pounds overweight is what's known as morbid obesity. Morbid obesity. What this means is you're going to die from the side effects of that extra weight. Your heart is beating two to three times as hard as it should be. Your kidneys, your liver, every part of your body is stressed to maintain that 50 pounds of useless fat. And by the way, 30 pounds overweight is clinic obesity. That's just the beginning of it. But once you pass 50 pounds overweight, you got a death wish. And which kills more, cigarette smoking every year or obesity? Shockingly, they kill about the same amount. 300,000 people a year die of cigarette smoking and die of obesity. So winners exercise, losers don't. Winners, number three, take 100% responsibility for everything in their life. Everything. Good or bad, it's their fault. They accept that. Losers, they, they want to blame. It's the government. We have the wrong president. We have the wrong Congress. My company's to blame. My parents didn't love me. That's to blame. They just blame everybody in anything. And again, that's the effort minimizing brain. See, to change that, you'd have to stop complaining and go take action. The effort minimizing brain doesn't want to take action. So the easiest way out is just complain and blame. Winners take responsibility. Gary Vaynerchuk put it this way. If he gets rear-ended at a stoplight, he's going to get out of the car, look at the damage, and go, crap, I should have left for work 20 minutes earlier. Now, that's an extreme case of taking responsibility, but you need to understand that you want everything to be your fault. Because if it's not your fault, can you change it? If somebody else is doing something to you, can you change it? The answer is no. See, you want everything to be your fault because then you have the ability to change it. Winners take 100% responsibility for their life. Number four, winners focus on what they want. Losers, believe it or not, focus on what they don't want. They constantly look at the problem. When a problem arises, they spend 95% of their time focused on the problem and 5% on the solution. This is what's known as reactive reactive. Winners 
spend 95% of their time focused on the solution and 5% or even less on the problem itself. They focus on solutions and they overpower their effort minimizing brain and take massive action to solve the problem. Winners solve problems, losers use the problems as an excuse for not succeeding. Number three, I'm sorry, this is number five. Winners understand that they can always learn. Winners are humble and they admit they don't know what they're doing. I am 59 and in the last three months I have had three major epiphanies. Major. I learned three life-changing I had three life-changing events in the last couple of months. I learned something new. I believe that when I'm if I make it to 79, 80, I will learn something then as well. Losers think they know it all, that they can't learn anymore. They don't read nonfiction books. They don't study. They don't grow because they know it all. All right, we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. money in the bank or pay your insurance premium they take that money and go buy real estate with it why because it gives the highest rate of return and is the lowest risk this is called passive investing due to some recent changes in the laws you can now invest the exact same way total wealth academy can show you how visit totalwealthacademy.com and attend our free sample class on real estate investing that's totalwealthacademy.com thank you Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis. We're going through 14 differences between winners and losers. And I want to be careful that you don't think I'm using the harsh form of loser, like, oh, he's a freaking loser. It's just in life, there are winners and there are losers. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Not, oh, they're just a horrible loser. It's some people win some people lose and the wonderful thing is that doesn't have to happen everyone can be a winner but they've got to adapt and use these principles strategies habits whatever you want to call them that I'm giving you today Um, number six is successful people set goals they really do and they have them written down. Winners write down their goals. Losers keep their goals in their head. It's not effective. It's not effective. People who write down their goals are 43% more likely to achieve them. The dangerous thing about not having your goals written down is the foolishness of thinking that someone else hasn't written them down. 
See, you may not have written your goals down, but the U.S. government has. They have goals for you. Why do you think our school systems don't teach wealth building? They just teach you how to be, get a job. Because they have a goal for you. Get a job and be a cog in the machine. And it's written down. That's why it works so well. Corporate America has written goals for you. When you watch TV, what happens during the breaks? Corporate America writes your goals for you. They show you the Lexus and Mercedes and tell you, you need a nicer car. They show you the bigger houses. You need a bigger house. They show you the jewelry, the clothes, the purses, the shoes, the vacations, the cruise ships. See, they've written your goals down. And because you don't have written goals, they're manipulating you. You just don't, don't recognize it. If you realized how many people watch a cruise ship commercial and then go take a cruise, it, it's insane. That's why they do it. Because it works. See, if you had your goals written down and going on a cruise was not one of them, you wouldn't fall for that sales pitch. But because you don't have your goals written down, you fall for it. And you go do it. And the next thing you know, you're living paycheck to paycheck. You're broke because they've manipulated you. And again, it's because corporate America has a, has a specific written goal sheet for you and the government has a specific written down goal sheet for you. And because you don't have your goals written down, they easily manipulate you. Get your goals written down and anytime something comes up, ask, does this take me closer to or further away from my goal before you do it? And you'll find that Lexus and Mercedes can no longer manipulate you. That the U.S. government can no longer manipulate you. Get your goals written down. Losers don't write their goals down. Winners do. Number seven, successful people are proactive versus reactive. I touched on this earlier. Again, proactive people look for solutions. Reactive people focus on the problem. Zig Ziglar explains it this way. This may help you. You can react or respond to stimulus in your life. Something goes wrong. Somebody calls you an idiot. Somebody cuts you off at the light. You have a choice. And it's your choice. And it is a choice. You can either get upset, flip the guy off, bitch and moan, speed up and try to scare him with your car. Or you could do what wise people do and just ignore it. You got a choice. Which one are you going to do? Reactive people fall back on past experience and they just regurgitate it. 
well, my dad flipped people off, so I flip people off. <laughs> That's your choice. Zig Ziglar, again, Zig Ziglar put it this way. If you go into a doctor and he gives you a shot and you go back a week later and he says you're responding to the medication, that's good, isn't it? You're responding. But if he gives you a shot and you go back a week later and he says you're reacting to the medication, that's not a good thing. So if you're going through life and you're reacting, you're not thinking, you're just going off past experience, living in the past, and doing what your parents did, doing what your buddy did, doing what you used to do in the past, you're not thinking. See, proactive people have a gap between stimulus and response. And in that gap, they put thought. And they decide what they're going to do to respond to the stimulus, positive or negative. You've got to start doing that. Do not react to anything. Respond. When something bad happens, make sure the gap between the stimulus, the bad thing that happened, and your response is long enough to choose an effective response to the situation. Don't just react based off of your past experience and, well, this is what I do. It's a bunch of crap. You have a choice. Proactive people exercise that choice and do the right thing. Number eight, winners are lifelong learners. Winners read, read, and read. Losers, because of arrogance, think they know it all. Think they know it all. Did you know that 70% of Americans don't read a nonfiction book after high school or college? Think about that. They think they know it all. That is nothing but pure arrogance, ego, and it's all crap. Listen, when you graduated college, you didn't know Jack. Except how to get a job. You have got to be a constant learner. You've got to be humble. You know, so many people are not getting out of life what they want. And so their effort minimizing brain just gets them to complain and make excuses instead of taking action and solving the problem. To solve almost any problem that you've got, any problem that any of you have, there are no less than a hundred to a thousand books with the correct solution in it. But you're not reading. How would you ever find it? You're not going to. And don't be arrogant and go, I'll figure it out. This is not rocket science. It's all rocket science. Everything is difficult to master. Now you can be good at something,
but you're not going to be great if you don't study, read, and constantly grow. Those of you who don't read nonfiction books, forgive me. I know what I'm about to say is harsh, but you're freaking boring. You're what's known as an energy vampire. When you walk into a room, you suck the energy out of the room because you're still going off stuff you knew at 22. You haven't learned anything new. Most 55-year-olds, which I cannot stand to hang out with people over 50. I'm 59. I know I'm picking on myself. Cannot stand it. They're dumber than they were at 22. They haven't read books, and they've forgotten a lot of what they knew at 22. They're dumb as rocks. See, if you're not getting the results from your life that you want, all you have to do is go to the library, go to Amazon.com, type in your problem, and the books will appear. And you can educate yourself and solve it. But see, effort minimizing brain. I'll give you an example. Have you ever noticed that guys who have been divorced three or four times know everything about women? Just ask them. Every time I meet somebody who's been divorced three or four times, they proceed to tell me about women and how to deal with them and what they are and what they aren't. So shut the hell up. You obviously don't know. My point is failures talk more than successful people do. Successful people don't talk because it comes across as bragging. Losers talk all the time. And guess what you're hearing? Losers. And it gets in your brain. You've got to preempt that by reading books by successful people to get that garbage out of your brain. Next, this is number nine. Successful people ask, how can I help? Losers ask, what's in it for me? How much am I going to be paid? What are my benefits? How many days off a year I get? They're, they're just losers. <laughs> Winners ask, how can I help and serve? We'll talk more about this one when we come back from the break. Thanks for listening. money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy. I'm going to kind of start talking a little faster because i got to get through one, two, three, four, five, six, five or six. Um, focus winners, this is number nine, 
Winners focus on how they're here to help and serve others. That's why they get the best jobs. That's why they get the highest pay. That's why they own the best companies, invest in the best companies, because they are focused on helping and serving others. And that may seem idealistic at first, but think about this. Where does money come from? Does it come from the government? No, they're broke. Does it come from the banks? No. Does it come from the big corporations? Of course not. Money only comes from one place, other people. There is no big pile of unclaimed money out there waiting for you to just go grab it. If you want more money in your pocket, it has to come out of someone else's pocket. To deserve that, you have to either provide a service to other people or add value to other people's lives that deserves them giving you their money. It, that's the basis of capitalism. Help and serve other people. That's how you make money. People who are constantly looking, what's in it for me? These are the losers. They want to know, how much you get paid? When am I getting raised? And as a result, they never get the raise. They never get the pay they want. It's, it's just a rough, vicious circle. The focus should be on how can I help and serve others? How can I add value to my company, whether you own it or you're working for somebody else's? That's what winners do. Number 10, successful people ask for help. Losers think they know it all. Back to the ego, back to arrogance. They don't ask for help. They don't read books. They don't study. They think everything's not rocket science and they think everything is easy. They think they're so smart they're going to figure it out and they just don't. I, as I mentioned, am 59. I have never asked for help that I didn't get it. Never. And you know who said the exact same thing was Steve Jobs of Apple. He said it. I heard it right before he died. I don't know when, exactly when he said it. But he openly admitted that as he was creating Apple, every time he asked for help, even from competitors, Hewlett Packard, he got it. So many people, failures, losers, they think the world is a me, myself, and I. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world. This is bad. That's bad. And they're out there on their own. That's not reality. It's kind of like, think about this for a second. I'll pick on one of my uh, favorite uh, singers. Guy's name is The Weeknd. Incredible voice. But he wrote this one song dissing his haters as if they're everywhere and 
that life is all about haters and haters are everywhere that that belief I would be willing to bet that he has 20 million fans and maybe 50 or 100 haters see there's the reality you have fans you don't have too many haters and your fans will help you ask for help number 11 winners think long term losers think instantaneous gratification what can I get out of it today they think winners think 5, 10 or even several decades down the road and then they align their goals and daily actions with their long term vision whereas losers they're addicted to that instantaneous gratification they least resistance brain they just watch TV they play too many video games they go to four or five sporting events a week it's too much and then they complain about their financial position they complain about their overweight they complain about their relationship with their spouse well put away the TV the video games and stop going to sporting events and focus on your fitness your spouse and building wealth again losers look for the easy easy way out they're listening to their brain effort minimizing and they're doing least effort and they want that instantaneous gratification and, and Facebook is a horrible one they get their jollies off of likes they actually care what other people think this is a dangerous dangerous position if you care what other people think you are weak and you're destroying your life winners don't give a rat's butt what other people think they're thinking long term they have their written goals they know what they want out of life and they don't care what other people think number 12 successful people value their time they value their time they value that more than money losers they're focused on money they think that money's gonna solve it I got a friend with a hundred million dollars in the bank his life is a shambles it's a shambles just I could list all of the things but you gotta understand money does not solve problems I have more problems now than I did when I was broke way more now they're mostly fun problems but nonetheless it doesn't solve problems so my focus has always been on time I didn't care about money except that by making a lot of money I could buy my life back from corporate America when I was working 70 hours a week I almost lost my wife I focused on making money with real estate two months later I quit my job I went from working 70 hours a week to working 20 hours a month 
and making more money than I did at my job. Now you think about that. I promise you, my motivation was not the money. It was the time. I wanted my life back. Winners focus on time. Losers focus on money. Number 13. <sighs> this one's fun. Winners take risks. They love risk. They embrace risk. But they only take the risks that will take them to their written goals. Losers avoid risk. They think you can avoid risk. When you can't, everything in life of value requires risk. Everything. Say it all the time. Asking that beautiful girl out. Risky. Going to the grocery store. Risky. You could get rear-ended, paralyzed for life. Everything is risky. You just want to make sure you choose the correct risks that will take you where you want to go. Now, those of you with a job, you say, well, I don't like risks. I like a guaranteed paycheck. You're out of your mind. There's no such thing as a guaranteed paycheck. And having a job as your sole source of income is the highest risk position you can be in. Highest risk. Then, number 14, winners are self-aware. They recognize their weaknesses, they admit them, they embrace them, and they read and study to eliminate them. Losers, they don't think they, oh, they're perfect. Why read a book on how to be a better communicator? Why read a book on how to be a better husband? I'm already a good communicator. I'm already a perfect husband, even though they're not getting the results from their life that they want. All right, those are the 14. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.